And welcome, welcome, welcome. Before we get going, we're going to get... Welcome to Taboo Topic. This is your actual introduction of the show. I am your host, Ken Drew. And uh, that first clip you heard was actually my first ever introduction to the show, Taboo Topic, about a year ago today. That's right. We have reached one year since its launch, since the launch of this podcast, which originally the reason why I started this podcast was for the LOLs. I was tired of writing. I was burnt out from writing, so I decided that it may be easier for me to talk about this. No intention of keeping this going, and uh, here we are. <laughs> one year later, I found a routine and everything like that. And I've met some incredible people along the way. And for that, this is kind of a thank you to you, the audience, for sticking around this long and being part of this journey. And also, thank you to all the guests who have participated in this uh, show. I know I've made the invitation to everyone, and not everyone could uh, send in a clip. And uh, that kind of gives you an idea of, yes, that's what this show, this episode is going to be doing. I'll be playing new clips from guests throughout the one-year journey that share will share with you their favorite memory from being on the show, and then I'll give an, a reaction to their audio clip. And with that said, folks, I mean, I'm not going to really do a whole lot um, of talking in the beginning and everything like that. I just wanted to really give you a thank you, and uh, I'll give you my first impressions from that audio clip and my thank yous to those individuals and my favorite memory from those guests who participated in this one year anniversary and with that said folks stay tuned we'll be back after this short break and now to take a short break from the show to keep my promise and bring in awareness to the situation in afghanistan where we have nine to 15,000 American citizens who have been abandoned after the disastrous withdrawal efforts by the Biden administration. The statement that these Americans chose to stay there by Biden himself is alive from the pits of hell. He, along with other globalist leaders, would rather deflect their attention elsewhere and manipulate the rest of Americans to follow suit. However, the reality is that they are still in harm's way. These Americans have loved ones, awaiting for their return in our government to make a concentrated effort to do so. This is obviously too inconvenient for our current administration, but we have to hold our leaders accountable. So this is a special shout out to those Americans and reminding them that people like myself know the reality and the truth, truth of the situation. They are not forgotten. And if there's someone out there who has a loved one stuck in Afghanistan or you're one of those people stuck in Afghanistan. You happen to hear this by one in a millionth chance. Please direct message me through Instagram at Kenjin underscore express. I repeat Kenjin underscore express. Follow the word engine. Put the letter K in front of the word engine. Then you get Kenjin, one word, underscore express. If there's any way, and I mean it, any way I can help and pass on to my audience to bring awareness to the situation and speed up the process to bring you guys home. This is the best I can do. This is the only thing I know how to do, how I can help. But I'll continue to do this until there is a concentrated effort to bring them home. Lastly, to my audience out there who don't fall in that boat, don't forget to pray for their families, their loved ones' safety, and return home. And now, let's get back to the show.
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chase. Uh, I was on the show, I want to say it was last summer, around about um, June, July-ish, and uh, just wanted to thank Ken again for having me on. Um, you know, it felt really good to be able to get on there and rehash a lot of old memories about being in Afghanistan. Um, I know it's still a sore subject for a lot of folks, and, uh, you know, it just really felt good to get on there and speak about how I actually felt about what went down. Uh, our experiences there, the memories that we made, uh, memories that we uh, wish we didn't have to make, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I look back on my time there more fondly than I did in the immediate aftermath of leaving, of course, and, uh, you know, it just felt really good to get all that out there. Um, it, Staying in contact with a few of the guys that we deployed with is a, always a good thing. Staying in contact with the folks that we trained with before we went out was great. Um, you know, just, Ken, just keep doing what you're doing, brother. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, wish I could come on more often, but, uh, you know, the new job's got me busy and all. But, uh, you know, God bless all you listening. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Roll Tide. All right, so that first clip, as Chase introduced himself, he was actually, I want to say he was the first guest ever on my show. At that point, I have been doing it for a little over a month and a half. The episode was recorded on August 18th, so about two months into it, basically, more or less. And I remember being a little nervous to talk about the issue because I didn't know what emotions would come up from it. And it was kind of more of a healing process. And that's what I remember most about that conversation. And it was actually the first time I had spoken to Chase, at least on a one-on-one, like real conversation-wise, since our deployment. Uh, we sound like we haven't been in touch with each other since or anything like that. But that was the first time we actually had a real conversation and just ha so happened to be a conversation that was recorded for the whole public to consume and uh, listen to. So uh, I really enjoyed my conversation with Chase and... Chase, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you participating in the episode at the time, and I appreciate you sending in the clip as well. Uh, audience, what was your favorite moment from that episode when Chase was on air with me? Um, like I said, it was a good, good healing moment for myself. And with that said, let's get into the next clip. Hello, Taboo Topic. This is Devin. Uh, from a couple episodes that Ken has done over this last year, um, sharing my favorite story in celebration for one year of Taboo Topic. Um, my favorite story from probably on the podcast uh, was when Ken had me on for the episode to talk about homeschooling. And one of the things I enjoyed the most um, about that episode was just getting to share the story of how Ken and I met for the first time. Um, with both of us uh, never having met each other before and getting ready to spend the night in a hotel room together uh, for a friend's wedding, uh, it was definitely an interesting setup. Um, I remember, just like it was yesterday, walking into that hotel room with... Ken 
sitting in the dark of all places, working on one of his articles for uh, his blog. And um, I remember thinking, okay, this is either the setup for a vampire or I'm about to be murdered in my sleep. But Ken and I ended up hitting it off and it was just a breath of fresh air um, just to talk to somebody about everything and all the craziness that had been going on in the world um, where uh, politics had been kind of a uh, off um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, off-limits subject over those holidays. And uh, I also enjoy um, our banter and stuff about talking just about just life and stuff. And I always just enjoy um, getting to talk to Ken. And, well, it's fun just to hear or kind of have a almost like a time capsule of one of our old conversations kind of frozen in time on this podcast. Um, but yeah, and uh, <laughs> if you go back and you listen to that episode, I um, can't remember the episode name off the top of my head, uh, but be prepared because if you haven't seen um, any of like the newer Marvel shows, like uh, Captain America, or not Captain America, sorry, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, or you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, we spoil a lot of stuff for those, uh, for that show and those episodes, um, on that, uh, episode of the podcast, so, but, um, thank you, Ken, for inviting me on and making me a part of, uh, or allowing me to be part of this, uh, journey, as you started off this podcast, it's amazing that it's been one year and uh, here's to many, many more. And Devin, 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 what can I say about having him on the show? He's been on my show at least three or four times. So I have a little bit more to say with Devin than I did with Chase. Uh, it's not to say that, I didn't, like I said, I enjoyed my conversation with Chase. But he's only been on the show once and Devin's been on three, four times now at this point. Um, and there was one Valentine's Day special where it was like someone else, uh, Victoria, uh, where we spoke for three hours, I want to say. And at that moment, it was the longest episode I've ever recorded. But uh, I was, yeah, I had, I'm normally not someone who makes friends that easily and makes friends right off the bat. But that was one of those rare instances where Devin and I clicked. And uh, <laughs> it was fun, fun hearing him talk about how uh, I looked like a vampire or is the setting was more like a vampire or he was about to be murdered. Uh, the creepy vibes more or less, I guess. And uh, I listen, it was, I guess my favorite memory really with Devin uh, is when it was actually the Valentine's day special when uh, I asked him, I asked the guests at the time, Victoria and Devin, I asked both of them their experience with their romantic life because we're talking about valentine's day and victoria i think she went on for about yeah about 10 minutes more or less 15 maybe at tops and then devin pretty much took over at least three quarters of an hour like 45 minutes uh of that hour so at least three of those four three 45 minutes of those three hours was devin talking about his experience and i think at one point like the last five minutes i literally told devin to wrap it up because uh, we needed to move on at some point, but that, 
that's obviously my favorite memory. Uh, no shade towards Devin, but Devin, uh, I love you. Thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for uh, really participating. And thank you for inviting me to be one of your groomsmen as well. So, a uh, life update, by the way. So, <laughs> anyways, right, let's just, let's listen to the next clip before I get too off track. Honestly, besides the friendly conversation and being able to hang out with Ken for a bit, I think my favorite part of being on the show was just finding out about the topics that we were going to be discussing. Um, for instance, on my episode, when we talked about Disneyland, I didn't even know Disneyland governed the city that they were in. And just being able to, um, when I heard about that, being able to do some light research on it before we started the show, and I just thought it was so crazy. But that's one of the things I really like about the show is that it on some topics that you wouldn't normally see uh, if you weren't focusing on specific types of news, you get to find that out in these kinds of shows. And it's really awesome to see that and to be able to talk about it. All right. So in case people did not catch that, um, that was Josh. He was actually on a more recent episode, Weekend Review, earlier this year. Uh he was the brother who got married, one where Dev and I were groomsmen for. And uh, he was one of the few people in that group who actually wanted to participate in talking politics with me, or at least current events anyway. And uh, I've known him longer than Devin because I've obviously known his friend, or excuse me, his brother a lot longer. And through his brother, that's how we met. And I remember when he was in high school and I was fresh out of high school, I think it was like a freshman in high school. So it's very cool to see how much he's grown up since. And now he's working for the government on that government cheese, on that government paycheck. But I guess my favorite memory from him being on the show uh, was when we were talking about the secession conversation about whether or not it's necessary for the United States to separate into different countries. And he, I made a statement. No, he made a statement in regards to how some friendships you're just better off going your separate ways despite its rich history. And I made a comment about, well, you're in a relationship. And I didn't realize, I hadn't been keeping up with him. I didn't realize he had broken up with his girlfriend because the last time I saw him was in January during that wedding season. And uh, he was in a long distance relationship. And I didn't know he had ended things. And it was kind of an awkward moment between he and I, but we we pressed through and that was probably my favorite memory from him being on the show. So, um, yeah, thanks Josh. Thanks for being a participant in the journey. And also thank you for sending in your favorite memory of the show. So, uh, let's move on to the next recording. Hey Ken, it's Ryan from between the liars. What up? Happy birthday, man. Congratulations on making it a full year. Dude, that is absolutely awesome. I've got a statistic for you here. 17% of podcasts have more than 50 episodes. So you, my friend, are in the top 17% of podcasts. Congratulations to you. Ken asked me if I would be willing to talk about my favorite memory from being on his show. And I have to say that the best memory I've had with Ken was breaking anchor when we went over the four-hour mark on one of... The episodes that he had me on for that was a very great conversation. Quite frankly, we lost track of time, as it should be. So hopefully you all enjoyed that episode. Ken, 
you're a solid dude and you have become a dear friend of mine. So I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to work with me, continuing to just, I don't know, we have great chats on and off the air and I value you as a friend and as a colleague. You run a great show and I am so glad, honestly, that I reached out to you when I did. I shot my shot back in, what was it, goodness, uh, November, December of 2021 and we've been friends ever since. So I have thoroughly enjoyed watching our evolution as podcasters, co-hosts slash honorary co-hosts, just the dynamic that we've had evolve. That has been um, another great thing that I've enjoyed from this. I must also admit that Ken pushed me to branch out on the Between the Liars content. What we released, I added the Bill Me segment where I just read legislation as an alternative to our debates because of the way that Ken structured his show. I, I really liked that he had multiple options, different flavors of types of episodes, and he was my inspiration for that. Also, he's the one who got me onto Instagram, and I did get him on a TikTok, and so we have been a positive influence, or negative, depending on how you look at it, influence on each other. Between the Liars has two shows every week. We have a Bill Me segment on Tuesday evenings where... I come on and I find some legislation that is either being passed or is in the works, and I read you the content of the bill. I start with the summary, and then I give it two scores. One, which is my opinion on the legislation efficacy or what the bill is actually going to do. Is it going to achieve its purpose that they've stated or not? And the second is the media accuracy. So you'll get my opinion on how accurately I think the media has portrayed this particular legislation. That's Tuesdays at about 7 p.m. Central. And then on Saturdays, right now we're going to change it, but on Saturdays at noon Central, Between the Liars records, I, along with my three co-hosts, record to have a discussion over whatever hot topic is going on at the time, and you'll hear opinions from all sides of the aisle, so check that out if you have time. You can also follow us on our social medias, at Between the Liars. We are on Instagram, Twitter, we have a Facebook page. Check us out. Honestly, Ken, you've pushed me to be a better podcaster, and I look forward to working with you for years to come. Happy birthday, and here's to many more, my friend. So Ryan was actually the first stranger I collabed with. And when I say collabed and a stranger, I mean, I never, all the other collaborations I've done, there are people that already knew. There are my friends or family members. Whereas Ryan, I had no clue of his existence whatsoever until he reached out to me on Facebook. And I remember where I was sitting. I was in, on the couch, sitting in the living room. And I get a message request on Facebook and Here's Ryan talking about his own show, his own podcast, and wondering if we could collab and be mutual beneficial for the both of us. <laughs> and I was excited. I was humbled by the fact that someone would actually take time out of their day to not only reach out, but also thought that my show was worthy enough to invest into. And so it's pretty much an easy yes for me at that time. And I was actually excited, uh, Ryan. I kind of, I think I told like a friend, my friend in the room at the time that I had that message request from you and that someone wanted to collab with me. So I was pretty excited about that uh, fun fact. And I remember the first time we did collab, uh, it was a little intimidating at first when you were talking, mainly because I didn't have the academic background. Like I had not started school and the way we communicated was very different. You can tell very early on, y'all can check that out 
Um, and if you haven't checked that out and you just listen to the other conversations Ryan and I have had, you can tell the way we communicate is very different. He has that more of the academic background. And so he's going to bring that to the table, whereas more straightforward to the point, more blunt. And the first collaboration, I was intimidated by that, but I grew to appreciate it and learn to, I mean, it is an asset to have. And the reason why I call it Ryan an asset because he actually uh, is an honor co-host. Like that's not a coincidence. Like we actually had a conversation uh, one time off air where he offered to basically come on a show once a month because uh, in case anyone doesn't know, I'm actually still searching for a co-host to help me with the show. And uh, Ryan knew that. And he's like, hey, I'll come on your show once a month. So at least once a month, you have someone you know for a fact that will be on your show. So I was like, sure, bet. And uh, obviously, Ryan has be obviously our relationship has gone beyond the professional bounds. And he's become a dear friend of mine as well. I'm very appreciative of his friendship. And uh, Ryan has definitely inspired me to uh, get a TikTok and really reach out to other people as well. If it weren't for Ryan, I don't think I actually would even have the audacity to reach strangers out who have their own podcast and take my shot and see if we could collab. And because of that, a lot of doors have opened up since. So uh, Ryan, thank you for sending in your clip, your favorite memory. I will say my favorite, that is also my favorite memory as when we broke anchor and we were scrambling to get, to get the show back on track and try to remember where we left off. All the last thing you heard me say, et cetera. Uh, that was my favorite. It's the longest episode ever to this day. And it's good to hear, too, that I'm within that 17% range. So I'm technically within Joe Rogan's solar system when it comes to the amount of episodes being uh, published. So the next step for the both of us is to get in the top ranks when it comes to the audience. Um, obviously, Ryan and I, we appreciate our audiences, and our audiences have been great. Please, my audience, if you haven't checked the show out, check the show out. It's a good show if you want something more nuanced and not as much of an echo chamber as my show, which, again, it's not that I wouldn't mind having liberals on the show. It's just the ones I've reached out so far. Uh, only one of them has actually agreed to have a conversation with me. I right, take it back. Two have agreed to have a conversation with me. So uh, with that said, folks, uh, Ryan, thanks again. You have a great show yourself. And let's move on to the next clip. Hey, Drew, just wanted to congratulate you on uh coming up on your one year mark for the podcast um i think what you're doing is pretty good and i can tell you're enjoying what you do so that's always nice um i'd like to say keep it up and uh i look forward to hearing more from uh from you and your podcast in the future <clears throat> just a couple of things i took notes on while we were doing some podcasting was uh your commitment to entertain the viewers and your pitch and your tone and your voice how you uh you manage that just to keep everything moving along i think it's good and i liked it um some of the stuff you talk about you find jokes to throw in the middle and I think that keeps everybody entertained. So I think, uh, like I said in, in the beginning of this, man, you're doing a good job. And I'm glad you found something that you're uh, enjoying. Um, the future is going to look good for you. So so keep on keeping on, man. And I look forward to doing some podcasts in the future. So congratulations again. 
happy one year anniversary on your podcast. And we'll talk soon. So for those who did not catch that, that was Alex. Uh, he was also another person like Chase who I met through deployment. As a matter of fact, he and Chase came at the same time. Uh, they were the people that I had to train up because we were there. My team was there for an extra three, four months. So we helped them out, catch up to speed with the vehicles and the programs we were using. And uh, it was nice to have a conversation with them because, like Chase, we had not really had a conversation since I left Afghanistan. So it was nice to catch up with them. And I think my favorite moment when Chase, excuse me, when Alex was on was when uh, we were rehashing memories and bringing up people that I had completely forgotten about that even Chase and I didn't bring up. Um, he brought up a lot of people that I had forgotten about and it brought up new memories that I pretty much buried and kind of kind of like, again, like when we were talking about uh, the healing moment, when I was talking to Chase, talking about Afghanistan, it was kind of like the evolution, the Pokemon evolution of the healing process from my time in Afghanistan. Uh, kind of reminded me like not everything was uh, dog crap while I was there. And there were some good parts and good memories from being there. Uh, I will say that that's pretty much like any military service member will tell you. Is they don't miss the BS they came with it, but they miss the camaraderie. And I think having conversations like that with him and Chase, it brings up that camaraderie. And that's what I miss most about being in the military in general, I think, is just that camaraderie. Uh, could you pay me to go back there even for a million dollars? Absolutely not. I will never go back there even for a million dollars. And with that said, folks, uh, Alex, thanks for your participation, your support. And with that said, let's move on to the next clip. Actually, before we move on to the next clip, let's take a short break for a quick social media promo, and then we'll be back to start off with the next clip. So stay tuned. And now to sponsor myself, me. That's right. I have absolutely no money to be made off this. Just getting the word out. Now, if you've ever wondered where I get my Thinking Out Loud monologues from, well, I'm glad you asked because they're just my articles from a Substack newsletters. Just type in the URL at kenjin296.substack.com. RP, kenjin296.substack.com. Spell the word engine, put the letter K in front of the word engine, then you get kenjin, one word, 296.substack.com. Then you can follow me on Instagram, Getter, TikTok, and soon, Truth Social at Kenjin underscore Express. I repeat, Kenjin underscore Express. Then last but not least, you can follow me on Facebook. Type in Taboo Topic in the search bar. Look for the logo that says Honesty Equals Understanding. There's two episodes a week. I have a hot seat edition where I scrutinize an opinion or story, popular or unpopular. Do my research so to provoke thought. Remember... That also comes with an article on Substack, so don't forget about that, on Wednesdays. Then on Friday, we go over current events where I pick two to four stories I found interesting, and hopefully you do as well. Possibly more if I have a guest, then there's a good conversation so we can cover as many bases as possible so you, the audience, have less holes to fill in understanding the truth. That's two episodes a week, guaranteed, which you can listen to this show on any platform from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and more. To stay up to date and tune in. Don't forget to leave a review either. If it's less than a five star, let me know so I can better serve you. Here on this show, we dare to think out loud and question the narrative. Free speech triumphs your safe space because in order for us to think, we have to risk being offensive. If we want to have true peace in our society, we have to be able to be honest with each other. 
If we can be honest with each other, then we'll have a true understanding that will lead to real peace. Amen? All right. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so thinking about my favorite moment from being on the show, a few different things come to mind. I think one thing that's funny (laughs) has been that I barely know anything about the sports world. I'm not really involved in it, but somehow both times I've been on the show, we've had in-depth discussions about football, about um, the first time it was about Aaron Rodgers and the second time it was about um, the the new rule about hiring. But each time we've kind of gone in depth about something in the sports world, even though I'm not familiar with it at all. Um, and another thing is just having in-depth conversations about um, kind of silly things. Like the first time I was on there, we had kind of a deep discussion about whether let's go Brandon was okay to say as a Christian whether it was okay to kind of like stand behind that kind of sentiment or not and then uh the second time I was on I found it interesting to kind of go in depth into the Will Smith whole thing um with the Oscars we talked about that but then Ken asked me, like, what kind of advice I would give Will Smith if I was his personal friend about his relationship with Jada and all of that. And I just think that's an interesting conversation to have. Um, So just that was one that I kind of had fun with. Um, But overall, what I like most about being on the show is that it's just something that it's a time where I just feel like I can speak freely about what I'm thinking about something and I know that I'll be challenged by Ken but at the end of the day like I'm going to be able to say what I'm thinking I don't have to be an expert on it I don't have to have the quote right opinion on it um, to be welcomed on the show and welcomed into a discussion about it and it's just nice to have a platform to do that so I appreciate being able to just speak about what I'm thinking. Um, So yeah, I've enjoyed being on both times, and those are uh, some of my favorite parts. Okay, in case you did not catch that, actually, you did not catch that because you didn't say her name. Uh, That was Madeline, folks, Uh, as I call her mad because she's always mad about something. I'm just kidding, mad. Uh, <laughs> but no, in all honesty, um, really quickly, folks, make sure you congratulate her on her marriage, our upcoming marriage. I wish her luck. She's getting married in July, and so she will be officially a missus soon enough. And so congratulations, Matt, on your marriage, and good luck to it. And I will say one, two notes I want to make real quick. Um, when we talked about sports, Matt, you do remember you were the first one who brought up Aaron Rodgers. You're the one who wanted to talk about it. I had no interest in really talking about it. So the first time around, just want to make it make the make it clear that it was Matt who brought it up. And the second time around, it was me. And uh, yeah, even though she wasn't into sports, she was a good sport about it, pun intended, and talked about sports. We had an in-depth conversation, and I appreciate her willingness to have those in-depth conversations and willing to be challenged. 
I think a lot of times in today's society, whenever we face a question that we're uncomfortable with, we don't try to face it head on and try to think how or why this person would ask this question or add that layer to the conversation, add that nuance to our perspective. And we'd rather just look the other way. And to her credit, she takes it on, head, faces it head on, and she answers those questions when I do challenge her on the show. And I think my favorite moment on the show is when we talked about Will Smith. Now, understand this. She is the editor of the show. And so most of our interaction actually takes place behind the scenes. And my honestly, those are my favorite times, my favorite conversation with her, especially when I submit an article. And I feel as though like I really set a fire, as Jason Whitlock would put it, and provoked thought and challenged the subject or status quo. And I'll tell her, I'll ask her, like, hey, I think this is going to get people wild up. And it's not because I'm trying to wild people up for the sake of wilding them up. It's just for people to actually start thinking about these things and asking them the tough questions that really the mainstream media, the establishment, university campuses, they're not going to challenge. They'll tell you how to think, but they don't challenge you. They don't teach you how to think. They just teach you what to think. And so that's what I try to do with those hot seat editions. And she helps me out with that. So also uh, tell her thank you for making me not sound like like a complete buffoon. When I give out the monologues and making sure I don't sound like a complete buffoon when people read my articles on the Substack newsletter, which you can also find, again, at kenjin296.substack.com. Spell the word engine. Put the letter K in front of the word engine. Then get kenjin, one word, 296.substack.com. You can give her a huge thank you to making me, to at least making those legible for people. And thank you, man, for your help this last six months. I can't wait to look. I look forward to many more months of working with you with the editing portion and having you on the show. And thank you for submitting your memory. And with that said, folks, stay tuned for the next clip. Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah Gutierrez, and I am yeah, just grateful to have gotten to be part of Ken's show, Taboo Topic, when I was getting to share about the values behind Hispanic Heritage Month, as well as having conversation on race and ethnicity. One of the things that stood out to me about that time was getting to record in my closet our episode, but uh, talking about identity and how important it is for people to either relate to that part of who they are or not and depending on how people view themselves will be a factor of how important these areas of race and ethnicity would be for them. Uh, I really appreciated Ken's questions that sought to challenge the norm and also bring in a different way of thinking about things so it was fun so as sarah stated she was on the show for the hispanic heritage month because both of us have hispanic descent so i figured it'd be a good conversation to have and enjoy the different perspectives she brings i know she tends to have more of a moderate position when it comes to race and ethnicity than myself i have more a harder right wing stance on the issue of race and I guess my favorite memory from her being on the show was asking her those questions because, to be honest, I think 
Hispanics don't get asked that question enough, asked those questions enough, I should say. And so I went ahead and asked her the questions that challenged her beliefs, but she also challenged my beliefs as well. So it was fun back and forth overall and just added extra layer to the conversation, just different, different perspective for the both of us as I ended up walking away, understanding why someone from our back with our background would actually like Hispanic Heritage Month, whereas someone like myself may not necessarily see the point or necessarily think it's appropriate, but I digress. Sarah, thank you so much for participating, being a supporter of the show from the very start. And with that said, folks, listen, uh, that wraps up this one-year anniversary. I hope you enjoyed all the guests who spoke on here today. Let me know who was your favorite guest on the show of all time, especially from this list. And I understand there's some people that weren't that were actually on the show that you did not hear a clip from, and that's because life happened, and so they weren't just weren't able to send it in. So let me know what who your favorite guest of all time is, and also what is your favorite memory from listening to the podcast. Mention it to the social in the social media platforms I mentioned. And with that said, folks, until next time, God bless.